0: career move? Are you looking to jumpstart your career into IT, cloud computing, or cybersecurity? Learn how on Cloud Sesh Podcast. Cloud Talk for newbies. Hello and Thank you for Vibing in the Cloud with Natina Michelle on Weekly Show, AWS Cloud, The Basics on Cloud Podcast. Okay, guys, today we're talking about Amazon Simple Storage Services. What is Amazon Simple Storage? Okay, for a short, um, we use the terminology S3. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and jump right on into it, and remember, guys, this is a a brief introduction into the S3 service. Um, There is much more to know about it, so if you want to learn on a deeper level, you can um, go out there and visit Amazon, excuse me, aws.amazon.com, and you can search for Amazon Simple Storage Service, and you can learn more information. Okay. All right. Okay, so what is Amazon Simple Storage? amazon s3 it could be used to store any type of object okay and you can use it to store anything like um, your personal files so you can almost use it like a, um almost like google drive or outlook um, that's what it reminds me of um, currently right now i use s3 to store my files for um, this podcast so i store audio files And I also store graphic files as well. And with Amazon S3, you you can store just, you can store any type of file in Amazon S3. Um, You can use it for backup and recovery, disaster recovery, data archives, data lakes um, for analytics and also for hybrid cloud storage, all right? All right, and then um, for the Amazon definition of um, S3, Amazon simple storage service, is an object store service that allows industry leading scalability, data availability, security, and performance. Alright, so this means customers of all sizes and industry they can use this to store and protect any amount of data for a range of different use cases, okay? Such as websites, mobile applications, backup and restore, archival, enterprise application, IoT devices, big data analytics. So it's just so many things you can do with S3, and I really I I, I love S3. Um, um. I think it's a um, dope service To have within um, AWS So if you guys aren't using um, S3 you definitely Can and yeah you can use Google Drive and you know Outlook and those other Um places like that for your personal files and things but remember well we're going to get into it um why you should use s3 uh, because you can um secure your files honestly when you're using google drive and um places like that you have really you really don't have that much control over your files um yeah you can uh share those files and allow them to um you know make changes or only write them But within Amazon S3, you know, you can encrypt this as well. So we'll get and we'll get more into that once um, we continue on um, with introducing the service. Okay. All right. So um what is an amazon s3 bucket i keep saying an um amazon s3 bucket so an amazon s3 bucket is a public cloud storage resource that is available in the amazon web services simple storage service so that's what s3 stands for s3 stands for a simple storage service and an object storage offering okay so amazon s3 buckets Uh, which are familiar to file folders, store, store objects, which consist of data and its descriptive metadata. All right. So that's what an Amazon S3 bucket is and what you can use it for. Now, the benefits of using um, S3, you can have you have storage management. So you can uh, use uh, S3 versioning. Um, And with S3 versioning, you can uh, preserve, retrieve, and restore every version of an object stored in Amazon S3. And that is a little beyond um, the basics of um, the cloud practitioner but once you start getting into solutions architect um, they, they introduce the S3 versioning and I just wanted to just mention that for you guys as well all right and then they have the S3 batch operations and with that you can store thousands of objects or a billion or billions of, of objects to manage your data in Amazon S3 at any scale you have S3 replication where you can replicate objects um, into the same or different AWS regions, all right. And when you um, replicate these objects, it reduces latencies. Uh, you um, it helps with com- excuse me, it helps with compliance, security, disaster recovery, and other cases. Okay. And then within the S3 uh, replication, and this is a beyond the the fundamental, but um, you can have S3 cross region replication. Um, and S three same region replication as well, but that would be more on an advanced level, all right, with your um with your studying, all right. And then the other benefits of using S three is you can you have storage monitoring, so you can use cl- uh, um, tools like Amazon CloudWatch, um, and you can use uh, AWS CloudTrail. All right, so with Amazon CloudWatch, um, you can check the health of your resources. And you can also configure your billing alerts. Um, we will have an episode on Amazon CloudWatch as well. And we're gonna have an episode on AWS CloudTrail. So you guys gotta stay tuned to uh, stay updated of when we will have those two shows, all right? And with CloudTrail, um, you can track and report um, on, on a bucket level and object levels, all right? And then you also uh, can configure S3 event notifications um, with your bucket as well. Um, And we haven't talked about that either with um, the SNS Simple um, Notification Service. And we definitely talk about that service, but you definitely can get out there and look that up before that show comes along. All right. All right. And then um, uh, one of the dopest things that I think about uh, this, this S3 is that they have different storage classes. So it really does help with the uh, with a business's need and their size. And what they have to do uh, with the with these different files, all right? So with these storage classes, Amazon has a few different ones, and we have the S. And I'm not I'm not gonna go deep into them. I'm just gonna briefly mention them. Um, but you definitely can go look it up. So uh, Amazon has the S3 Standard, and that's basically. Well, I said I wasn't gonna get into it, right? But here I am. So basically, um, the S3 Standard is where you just um, have your files in a bucket and you know they just basically just stay there so when someone needs to access them they always have access to them it has no like life cycle or anything and then we have the s3 intelligent tearing we have s3 standard and frequent access we and it's an s3 standard ia for if you're studying S3 one zone infrequent access we have the S3 one zone IA and uh, with those you know you can set the the infrequent access is basically when you know these um, objects aren't going to be accessed that frequently but you know there comes a time where someone may access it basically all right and then you have Amazon S3 Glacier and that's basically, you know, where you would, if you want to archive files um, that won't be accessed necessarily at a um, at all, maybe. Um, or maybe they're only accessed once every six months or something like that. Um, and then they have the Amazon S3 Glacier Deep Archive. So that sounds like, I mean, a deep archive. It's like, oh, man, they're, they're never going to access those files. They just need them to just be there. <laughs> you feel me? Um, I think that would be something that the Nova Hospital uh, should use because and this is just a quick sidebar because I'm just thinking like um, I went there not too long ago guys because I wanted to get and this is a straight sidebar but I wanted to get um, the time of birth of, of when I was born right so I went to the Nova and they were like well we'll um, look and see but we only keep um, birth records for up to 10 years and guys I'm I'm just about 40 years old so I'm like oh oh my gosh you know and so it just made me think like you know they should really and it's not their responsibility to hold on to these files I mean they do have obviously have a life cycle because she said we only hold on to the files for 10 years but it would be nice if they did have like an Amazon S3 Glacier deep dive Um, I mean excuse me I said deep dive (laughs) I'm so sorry (laughs) Amazon S3 Glacier Deep Archive. It would be nice if if they did have something like that. Um, So if you, you know, if you was beyond that time frame, you know, it may, they may, and then they can charge the user for that. Like they don't even have to incur the charge. They can charge the user requesting um, information that's like in the deep archive because um, you do have to pay um, for this, for these different tier services. Okay and you can also learn more about that um and once you get in more of an advanced level okay so also within um the storage classes they have the s3 storage class analysis where you can monitor access patterns across the different access and then you can discover data that should be moved to a lower cost storage uh to storage classes so basically um depending on how your users are accessing certain files if they're not accessing a certain file you can move it into a lower class tier and um and that would help lower the cost as well for the business so i think that is pretty pretty dope all right so then once you um have moved this these um objects to your lower uh, storage class then you can use this information to configure um, S3 life cycles. Okay, you can configure a F, a S3 lifecycle policy that makes this data transfer. So just really quick. So for instance, if um, you're a business and you collect uh, user data, and you know um, your um, company has, let's say, a policy to only hold onto this information for seven years. So what happens is. Let's say, you know, these users um, need to access this data, but it's not that frequently. So after 30 days, you have it um, moved down to a lower class tier. And then after, let's say 60 days, it moves to another tier and then it goes you know and then after let's just say even 90 it goes to the lowest class tier and then if it's sitting there after seven years then that information you can set it to be deleted okay so that is pretty dope so you don't even have to worry about um this information because you can set the life cycle policies all right all right and then um the other benefits of The S3 is the access management and security. So uh, within your S3 buckets, you can use the AWS identity and access management console where you can create users and manage their respective access to those different buckets. Um, You have your access control list, all right? So you can make individual objects accessible to authorized users. Um, You can also create bucket policies to configure permissions for all for all objects within a single S3 bucket. All right. So um, that's another thing that I like about S3 is that you can configure and manage users um, who can have access to this information. All right. So you can um, also use S3 access points as well. Um, you can query string authentication to grant time-limited access. All right, so let's say if you have, you know, users who need to tempor- temporarily access URLs, you can give them a time-limited time-limited access uh, to those files. You can also use audit logs um, to manage uh, those resources as well. Okay. And also within your S3 bucket, you can uh, block unauthorized users from accessing the data. You can use VPC endpoints to connect to S3 resources from your Amazon Virtual Private Cloud. And we did um, mention that uh, very briefly um, in our last episode, Amazon Virtual uh, Private Cloud. So if you haven't heard that episode, go check it out. All right, and then you can also have an S3 inventory to check the encryption status of your S3 objects. All right, and then you can also um, block public access to your buckets as well. So right now, um, in order for you guys to even hear this episode, um, I have to uh, um, configure public access to the bucket or you can just configure public access to a particular file as well um so what i did uh, because i'm hosting these files on s3 and then then there's excuse me then there's an area where you can go in and you can use a json um um, string you can excuse me you can use the json to um give access to your bucket and uh, on thursday we will create a bucket and then i'll also show you the code um to give access to your bucket all right and then I'll also show you guys how you can um give access to just a file as well within that bucket all right so make sure you tune in Thursday because we are going to have that on our demo session all right all right so the last thing I just wanted to go over really quickly is um you can transfer large amounts of data to s3 all right I'm telling y'all, man, AWS, they got it all figured out. Um, I'm really, really, really digging just the way that they have this set up for large businesses, small businesses. is pretty dope for me. And I know I've said it a few times, but I just gotta let you guys know how excited I am about um, just the different services. Um, so transferring large amounts of data. You can use S3 Transfer Acceler- Acceleration. Um, and they and that will be more in your solutions architect um, exam. So the S3 uh, transfer acceleration is designed to maximize transfer speeds to S3 buckets over long distances. All right, so you can have somebody over in Europe um, who needs to transfer files over here um, on the East Coast, um, they can use S3 transfer acceleration. All right, so for very large data transfers, You can use AWS Snowball. They have AWS Snowball Edge. They have AWS Snow Mobile. And um, with this, you can move petabytes, exabytes of data to the AWS cloud for as little as one-fifth the cost of high-speed internet. That is crazy. (laughs) That's crazy, right? So these AWS Snow services, they work by using secure physical devices to to transport data. Via roads, and uh, they solve for migration problems such as high network cost, long distance transfers, and security. So AWS has it all figured out for you. All right, and then they also have the AWS Storage Gateway, which is a hybrid cloud—excuse uh, me—is a hybrid cloud storage service, and it connects to on-premises environments to Amazon S3. All right. And that'll come up on the Solutions Architect um, exam as well. And then you can automate and transfer data between on-premise storage and AWS and um, S3 by using AWS DataSync. All right, guys. So there's so many different benefits um, you can use with Amazon S3. I think it's uh, a very, very, very um, awesome service for Uh, you know, businesses that have files and and data. Everybody has data and files. So just about anybody can use Amazon S3. Um, And that's all I have for you guys. So I really do appreciate you guys' time for tuning in. Um, If you have any questions, comments, anything um, about this show, about this uh, particular episode, please email cloud podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you are um, if you've just passed your AWS certified cloud practitioner exam and you would like to discuss uh, the process you took to pass your exam and what's going on now with you since you've passed. Please um, email us as well. And if you're an AWS um, expert and you've been doing AWS for some time, we would definitely love to speak with you as well and pick your brain and find out what things us newbies can do um, to get started in the cloud environment. Okay, guys, Um, I think that's it. Next week, we're going to be talking about um, AWS um, Amazon EC2. What is that? So we're going to talk about that and then we'll have the demo sesh following that on on that thursday as well so make sure you guys tune in uh again on thursday at 11 a.m we're going to drop the episode uh for demo sesh on how to create an s3 bucket and then also i'll show you some other cool features on what you can do um when creating your s3 bucket So yeah, man, we're gonna have a lot of fun. And again, thank you guys for tuning in and you guys have a blessed day. Peace.